You're now tuned in to The Lease Up, an affordable housing podcast produced by the Africatown Community Land Trust designed to highlight the Liberty Bank Building on 24th and Union in Seattle. The Liberty Bank Building Development is a partnership between the Africatown Community Land Trust, Capitol Hill Housing, Bird Bar Place, and the Black Community Impact Alliance. And when opened in February 2019, the Liberty Bank Building will provide 115 units of affordable housing to our community's most vulnerable. The Lease Up podcast documents progress on the road to full occupancy of the Liberty Bank Building through a series of interviews with key people from the Africatown Community Land Trust, partner organizations, tenants, business leaders, and community members at large, all assembled to tell the historic journey of the Liberty Bank Building in their own words. The Liberty Bank Building stands on the very land where the historic Liberty Bank once stood decades ago. Liberty Bank Building was the very first African-American-owned bank in the Pacific Northwest. Although the bank is gone, the new Liberty Bank rises on a future that honors our past. Welcome to the Lease Up. Well, you are listening to another episode of The Lease Up. Today, we have an amazing partner in the community, Leon Garnett from Bird Bar Place. Welcome, Leon. Thank you. Good to be with you. Yeah, well, we're glad that you have come on and decided to let the community hear a little bit more about yourself and Bird Bar Place. So let's get right into it. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at Bird Bar Place. I guess my role as a chief operating officer for Bird Bar Place, uh, basically I make sure that we are performing as we should be. Our programs are successful and uh, things are working in the way that we intend uh, as for myself. Um, I'm originally from Augusta, Georgia, a graduate of Morehouse College in Atlanta, moved to Seattle about 15 years ago, fell in love with the city and uh, been here ever since. Wow. And so what what does Bird Bar do? You were saying that you oversee uh, operations and make sure you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Tell us what you do. Sure. Uh, Bird Bar Place is a 54-year-old community action program. Community action is a federal designation uh, for 1,100 organizations across the country, uh, 29 in the state. And main focus of community action is poverty reduction. So Bird Bar Place is focused on poverty reduction uh, within the city of Seattle. Wow. And through that um, initiative, what programs does Bird Bar offer? So our largest program is uh, energy assistance. It provides uh, $100 to $1,000 for income eligible families uh, within the city of Seattle. We serve probably close to 7,500 households each year. Wow. Uh, the program runs from... October to June. Um, So within those nine months, we have pretty high output. We have a food bank that serves about 600 families a week. Those families are also within Seattle city limits. Uh, We do have folks who come from outside of the city, uh, some from the South end, and we provide grocery and non-grocery items. So meat, bread, uh, dairy, and things like uh, hygiene and household uh, cleaning supplies. In the programs, there's a lot of probably either mission statements or visions that help the community to understand the services, right? Mm-hmm. Why don't we speak a little bit to the importance of the programs that Bird Bar offers and how it settles into the community? 
you know, again, Bird Bar's uh, main focus is poverty reduction. We want uh, people to have a chance to live high quality of life, regardless of income. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were founded as Central Area Motivation Program back in 1964. Uh, and the goal of the organization at that time was also poverty reduction, mm-hmm. specifically for the Central District community. Um, we started as a group of citizens who wanted to bring services to the neighborhood in terms of uh, making sure people had uh, education resources, uh, food resources, jobs, housing, and advocacy was a really big thing, as you probably know. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's one of the things that we want to get back to, advocacy. And it may not look like it did in 1964, but we still want to make sure that we are connecting with uh, legislators, neighbors, residents, so that we can elevate and create equity for black folks and people in poverty. Well, that's a great statement and such a great mission, honestly. You you just talked a little bit about the name change uh, from camp. Can you explain a little bit why you guys decided to change your name as an organization? Sure, sure. As, as the neighborhood started to change, uh, we realized that um, people outside of the Central District and uh, South Seattle weren't really familiar with our services. Mm. Again, uh, with our uh, community as a community um, action designation, we serve the city of Seattle. So that means people up in uh, Ballard and um, Lake City and uh, Fremont and all of the neighborhoods of the city are are eligible to apply for our services. Mm. Uh, As Demographics and geography changed. Well, I shouldn't say geography, but as people started to spread out and move outside of the central district, um, we needed to be able to reach more people. So Mm -hmm. it was more of a business decision. Um, That was from Centerstone to Bird Bar Place. We were central, we were camp, Centerstone, and then Bird Bar Place. Mm. Uh, Sort of evolving from Centerstone, which is, you know, can be a reference to the to an architectural term. Uh, if you have an arch, there's a center stone that kind of supports the weight mm. of the other stones in the arch. We were thinking about um, what does that mean? How can we personify that? And one of the things that came out of that was uh, the role that women play in our community. Women are the supporters. Women are the center stones of our community, of the household. Uh, they help keep everything in place, everything together. So as we started having that conversation with our board members and some community members, we started looking for women in the history of the organization that we could honor by uh, naming the organization after. Mm. And so we had a, a list of people that we looked at and Roberta Bird Barr, uh, who many people know as Roberta Bird, uh, kind of rose to the top of the list. Wow, tell us a little bit about Roberta's legacy. Wow, she was an activist, educator, uh, actor, librarian. Uh, she wore a lot of different hats. She was the first female high school principal in the Seattle Public School District. She was really active in uh, writing for the Trumpet, was which was the camp newsletter. Uh, she um, had a show called Face to Face, which was on... Uh, I want to say KTC, KCTS for seven seasons. Mm. Um, it, it was a moderated show that talked about things such as segregation, discrimination, housing, 
uh, all the things that were and still are really important uh, that our communities face. Well, amazing legacy and a great choice. I'm glad you guys had several options of yeah. powerful women, right? Yeah, you know, it's been really interesting to to listen to a lot of different people remember her. Mm. We met uh, a number of her students or who people who were students at the time, and they have nothing but, you know, great things to say about her. And we've also met some of her colleagues. Um, found out that she was really important in the preservation of Douglas Truth Library oh, nice. and sort of helping to establish uh, the Soul Pole mm. along with uh, her sorority, uh, Alpha Kappa Alpha. Um, so, yeah, she she has definitely left a fingerprint on, on the neighborhood. That's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, and with that, you know, I, I feel like our community needs to understand why they need to care about the work coming out of Bird Bar. You know, I, I think that people need to care because we are working in a capacity that's a little bit behind the scenes in some ways. Of course, we provide direct service, but we are working to be a convener, to be a connector, to be a supporter of uh, organizations that are just getting started, um, mm -hmm. but also working with other legacy organizations um, so that we have a really good connection of services, partners, and organizations supporting our community. Uh, we not, No one organization can do it by itself. Right. Um, we have uh, resources that we can offer um, just like every other organization. And when we're working together, we're going to be much stronger. So I think people should be uh, aware and caring of the work because ultimately it's either going to affect them or somebody they know. Mm -hmm. And we are a community of people together. We're not a community of people, you know, on our own individual islands. Right. So that's that's why I think people should care. Well, I am inclined to agree with you. Absolutely. Uh, now, you were talking uh, now just about uh, partners and how you, you, know, you can't do this alone. Mm -hmm. Let's talk a little bit about some of the partners that you guys have had over the years sure. that have really helped to kind of maybe flourish the work from Bird Park. Africatown Urban League, uh, we've been working closely with the Governor's Commission on African American Affairs. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, we try to have a pretty diverse list of uh, just community partners, grassroots partners, legacy partners. Um, but, yes, we've been we've been working hard to just kind of make sure that we are connected with our community. Really helping to expand the reach, I believe, of your services and even the mission. Right. Uh, that's great. So our mission is to make sure that uh, people in Seattle live more equitable lives through services and programs. Mm. So again, that's creating opportunities for people to be successful. Our reach, again, our, our, our official service area for, for our programs, the majority of our clients live within the city, but we have done some advocacy work that stretches across the state. We had a, we released a report in 2015 that was the well-being of African-Americans in Washington that we released in connection with the uh, Urban League and Governor's Office of, on African-American Affairs, Governor's Commission on African-American Affairs, I should say. And it talked about uh, the current state of, of black folks in Washington. And wow. so that was a, a statewide project. We also released uh, Voices Rising, which uh, looked at financial capability of black folks in Washington. That was also a statewide, statewide report. Mm, that's amazing. Well, I mean, in, in conjunction with your partnerships, let's talk a little bit about Liberty Bank Building. <laughs> it's an exciting project. Uh, I think to be this far along, 
to see it, to have it as a tangible representation of what's possible uh, when we look at different ways of doing things, alternative ways of doing things, yeah. inclusive development. Um, to me, it's it's just a, a, a visual testament of the strengths and the hopes and the dreams of the community to remain in place in the face of displacement and gentrification. Absolutely. And so what what does Bird Bar bring to the Liberty Bank building in your in your partnership with all the other partners? There are a couple of things. First of all, first of all, we are fiscal sponsor for the, for the group. So um, as a legacy organization uh, with uh, skill to uh, manage the finances and make sure every, you know, payments happen. Um, along with Capitol Hill Housing, who's our partner in Africa Town, uh, that's one thing that we uh, contribute. We've also um, just tried to put a little bit of momentum behind the project when we can and help to create awareness. Um, and talking to some of the different city offices and our partners in the neighborhood to make sure that people um, are aware of the project. But really, I think our our major role has just been playing a supporter and being able to fill in wherever we can and where we've been asked by either Africatown or Capitol Hill Housing. It's beautiful. Uh, you know, you have a really unique perspective on what it's like to be a part of such a, um, an, a partnership that's almost an anomaly in the city, right? I mean, Liberty Bank is going to be the first of hopefully many mm-hmm. um, similar projects. But but talk to us a little bit about how it feels to be in this partnership uh, with all of these guys on this building. I mean, it feels amazing to see that it actually happened. And I, you know, I give, you know, so much credit to Waikine for just the dream of this, seeing it through the mm-hmm. Imagine Africa Town campaign, which, you know, it's just, I, I, you know, I can't think of anything better. I mean, it's just incredible. So to be a part of that, even if we have, you know, small role, mm-hmm. I think to, to see that we are working within the system to make something better. We are working together to make something better. It's the first shot, right? We yeah. have some learning to do. Uh, there's still some some growing to do, mm-hmm. I think, for all the partners involved. But the fact that it's real, happening, 85% complete, um, black contractors, minority contractors working on this project, artists, uh, people who have been in the community for a very long time, seniors, elders who are involved, uh, everybody's excited about this and it means something to them. It means something to us. So, you know, being able to play a role, you know, it's just, uh, it's just been great. And, and, you know, on the, on the technical side, the Mm -hmm. learning that has happened around this project, I think has been really strong for everybody involved. Yeah. So in that vein, I mean, what are you most proud of with this partnership? Um, I'm proud of the continuing opportunities to come from this mm-hmm. and, you know, using this opportunity, well, the building itself as a sort of a, a starting point mm-hmm. for not only more projects, but creating more hope and more visibility for our communities. Because for a lot of times it was talk and we talked about yeah. what was happening and we talked about people moving and everything that was gone. And as a transplant, you know, um, for a long time, I didn't have a point of reference for mm-hmm. those things. I, I just didn't. And it was after I met people and talked to them, understood the emotional connections and understanding 
truly what was lost and hearing about all these places and businesses that weren't here anymore i i felt it too so i'm like okay i can really relate to these things that people are talking about um but uh i i think for me uh knowing that we can keep doing this we can do more of this we have a model yeah we can replicate it other organizations can partner together we have something to start from so we can never bring back the things that were lost but we have the opportunity to create new new businesses new homes new places so that's that's what i'm excited about you know i think you actually just said it in that last quote you know you can't replace what past but when you think about the future and the vision what do you as leon what would you love to see in five ten years i would love to see thriving businesses black-owned businesses in the central district where people regardless of race background ethnicity can come and enjoy uh, the things that are great about our culture yeah from food to music to graphic arts to you know legal services to whatever we decide mm -hmm. should be there mm -hmm. uh, i don't think we should limit ourselves in any way um i think one of the the most amazing things about our culture is just resilience yeah. and the ability to innovate on top of you know continued obstacles mm -hmm. and just the, the 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 i guess the the things the joy the the uh persistence the strength the creativity that come out of that um everybody should be able to benefit from that um it's not to say that other cultures don't have it but everybody does things in their own way mm -hmm. so i want us to have our place i know that uh, as more people move to the pacific northwest and think about Seattle as home, they're going to want to experience the things that might be, uh, you know, native to Detroit or New York or Atlanta or uh, Charlotte, mm -hmm. you know, so um, that's, that's what I want the Central District to, to be able to offer everything from bookstores to doctors that are uh, from our community. That's a beautiful vision. I, I I love it. I just love sometimes to just close my eyes and picture it all. Uh, you know, looking at some of the plans, mm -hmm. right? As 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 the plans were coming out for right. Liberty Bank Building, and they had that amazing artwork. Yeah. I know I felt something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure it was like reciprocal, Definitely. right? <laughs> Definitely. Well, Leon, is there anything else you'd love the community to understand about Bird Bar, about Liberty Bank Building, your partnerships, your vision? We have to work together. Absolutely, on these, on yeah. these things you know uh, we may not always agree on a tactical level but i think we all want the same outcome and that's where we have to start from and there's a place for everybody to, to, to be a part of this work so that's what i would say um stay connected whether it's through your church or synagogue or mosque or your uh social groups or family groups uh whatever it may be stay connected to the community we can't do this by ourselves and there is no one path to success so the more that we can be open-minded and outcome oriented we can figure out how to get there but uh we won't get there if we are not working together you know what leon i couldn't have said it better thank you absolutely 
And I really want to thank you for your time of course. Uh, and bringing your expertise to the table. The more the community understands all of the elements that it takes to pull off something like a Liberty Bank building, the easier it is to replicate it. So I really appreciate your expertise. You're welcome. And that is another episode of The Lisa. Please feel free to listen to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. Thank you for taking time to listen to this episode of The Lisa. If you're in immediate need of affordable housing, please text the word HOME to 206-309-6324 to sign up for the Africa Town Housing Action Alerts to receive affordable housing resources on your phone. Make sure and catch past episodes of The Lease Up by visiting www.africatownseattle.com. You can also get information about the Liberty Bank Building by visiting libertybankbuilding.org. This has been an Africatown production.